Hello and welcome to Balagan, the podcast that will put things in order for a better understanding of Israeli politics. I am Kobe Cohen, a former political advisor and currently a political columnist and Israel educator. In many of my conversations with my American friends and family, I have noticed that Israeli politics is challenging to understand and quite blurry at times. So I'm here to explain how it works, who are the different players, and why the different players are acting the way they act. So if you're interested in getting what's happening in Israel, that's your place. My podcast will be thorough and brief, with many guests, giving you the best information about Israeli politics and society. It will deal with the structure of the political system in Israel, the different groups of interest, the players' history, along with analysis of what is happening today. I promise to be as objective as possible and guarantee it will always be interesting. So stay tuned. So our last guest was Nitzan Weisberg, who was protesting against uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu. But I wanted to bring a different point of view of another protester who actually represents the self-employed and the small businesses. He was born and raised in Tirata Carmel. He comes from a Likud house and raised on Zeev Zhebotinsky's ideology at Betar. He voted for the Likud most of his life, and now he's protesting against the government's policy. He's a council member in Tel Aviv municipality and a social entrepreneur, if I can say. I'm really happy to have you here, Nir Levy, to tell us a little more about what is happening, what's your point of view about what's happening, and how come, you know, they are saying that everybody who's protesting now is a leftist and an anarchist, and you are representing a completely different person. So let's start by hearing a little more about your background. Where are you coming from and your connection to the Likud and Beitar? First of all, thank you for inviting me to this podcast. It's a big honor to be here. Like you said, I'm born in Tirata Carmel. It's a small town, you know, in the 80s, 90s, you don't have something to do. You go to the Scout and Beitar and Bnei Akiva and whatever you have in the small area that you live yeah. in. And I found a house in Beitar. Also, my parents were divorcing and divorcing in the 80s was very unusual. Yeah. So, you know, you need to find yourself in some place. It's really home. I meet uh, friends from Beitar today. 30 years ago, then we meet. And then Beitar go with me all the way. From my third grade until the army. I was Ben Garin. I was doing a Shnat Shavut, a one-year service in the Nacha. And then after it, we go to the Nacha. And after we still, we've been in Beitar. And then automatic, all the group of Beitar, it was in 2000. When Ariel Sharon became the Prime Minister in 2001, all the leaders of Beitar became his advisor. And after I finished my army service, you went to go politics. inside and work straight into the most hot place in the, yeah. <laughs> in the Middle East. <laughs> I was working in the Prime Minister's offices four years, two years with Ariel Sharon. And then after it, what's happened is what's happened. You go and go to sleep. And after it, uh, I was working with uh, Donald, not with him, you know, so, I've been... Uh, so you transitioned uh, with them to Kadima, technically. Yes, yes and no. For Mali, <laughs> I didn't left, never, you know, but yes. I didn't be a political advisor. I've been in 
primarily I was working in two uh, departments. Okay. One is the uh, public opinion. So you stayed uh, in the more professional area than yeah. the political area. Yeah. Because of the Lebanon War, the second Lebanon the War. The second Lebanon War, yeah, in 2006. We built a new emergency a new service. Pl- yeah, the new platform that combines, it's not combining, but it's... Um, No, it's combining because it gives the, the Prime Minister and the Pekuda Olaf what's happening with the civilian at the time yeah. of war. Because all the time there is a war in here, we're looking... So at, it's more to co- coordinate and collaborate between the different... Uh, between the army and the civil services. Not the army. Pekuda Olaf, no? Yes, but if there is a racket right here now, or is it in a hospital, or is it in a cellular antenna, It's their job to fix it very fast. But if a medical service for babies not working or adults, like I said, antenna, cellular antenna is getting damaged, this is the time when we need to fix it very fast because the civilians need to feel very safe. Right. The civilians in Israel need to feel that everything is okay. You know, in Tel Aviv, we go to the beach, in Ashdod, in Hedera, everywhere, is, it's okay. You know, to go to the Israel Starbucks and... Uh, <laughs> In Israel, we have better coffees than Starbucks. Yes, I guess we do. Now there is a coffee, a boutique coffee, but it's another conversation. Yeah. But we need to feel that everything is okay. And because of that, I got uh, one of seven people that got the uh, Autumn Lebanon, I call it. Yeah, I forgot how it's called. Yeah, but the medal for certain. The medal for the in, service in the, Yeah. As a civilian, I got this. So it's very honor. And then I got the, another department in the office that they do, a, it's called a Tehum Bakarav Emakav. After two years Wait, in this so. uh, department, and we see the situation of Eodormer, his situation about with all the trial. Trial, and yes. A friend that worked with uh, Sean Fuzz as a transportation minister, gave me an offer to come to be a political advisor for the... For Sean Fuzz. And in my thinking, it was, okay, we go, I go with him now, we do the primaries, we're going to win. It was the head chief of the IDF. The chief of staff, yes. Yeah, the chief of staff, the IDF. So, sure, you know, in my head it was Ariel Sharon, Itzhak Shamir, Itzhak Shamir, Itzhak Rabin, all the big guys. And he won (laughs) in 2009, right? He won, no, after, in 2011. 316 votes. Amazing. You know, we didn't lose, bro. We didn't lose. <laughs> they can say that we can lose, you know. We, everybody can say that. We didn't lose. This is, you know, Shaw Mufaz, Shaw Mufaz, and I need to examine my way yeah. from the beginning to do, okay, we fail on that. What are we going to do now? I'm trying to be a big guy, big shot, and invest all my money. <laughs> In some business that it's a transportation, a customs to buyer, you know, like Hever. Okay, like a credit cards group? A credit card, but uh, only for a guys that work with a car. Okay. Taxi driver. Uh, oh, driver for, the, for the transportation services drivers. Yes. Professional, like bus drivers, exactly. taxi drivers. So the big discount I already got. Yeah. The diesel. This was the big, uh, never mind, we got some Israeli bureaucracy. <laughs> Came <laughs> us to get a part, I lose all my money, and then I saw what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do. I do small construction, you know, painting and uh, stuff like that. 
in Israel I learned as much as small the work, the price is, you know, you're going to earn it. Are, yeah. <laughs> you're, um, going, you're going to make more money from small projects than big. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but you need a lot of projects. But people always tell me, why don't give a construction of big buildings? No, no, bro. Big building is a big headache. No, thank you. Not for me. So it's yeah, just like yeah. a startup in a way. It's shorter. You do the exit. You get the money and that's it. <laughs> Bingo. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Most of the people that work in this thing, it's people... That not was a political advisor before. I agree. So when I work, I work only from Nipeleos uh, and... Uh, from uh, from uh, a friend bring a Recommendations, friend. yes. A friend brings only a friend. Only from recommendations, but I don't have a Facebook page, I don't have a website, I don't have nothing. Only recommendation. But you know, Politica, it's big disease that you cannot avoid it. It stays in your blood. It stays on blood, yes. Yeah. And uh, you know, I was thinking about it that I come to here, to te- I live in Tel Aviv today, in the last 18 years. When I come to Tel Aviv, half liter of beer costs 18 shekel. Yeah. You know how much it costs today? 40, 40 something, no? 32 for a pint. Yeah. In dollars for the top beers, it's going to be like 9, 10 dollars. What Americans call beer, like uh, Coors Light and Bud Light, are like five bucks, and the top notch, like the Belgium beers, are going to be eight to nine dollars, which is like the price in Israel now. The Israeli beer, the boutique beer, it yeah. costs 40. I know, it's crazy. It's insane what's happening here. And, uh, you know, I look back and said to myself, you know, okay, I was working in the Prime Minister's office, and this, I did do some things that they are big. And think why it costs so much. What's happening here? And it's not only that. My rent was two hundred dollar. Two hundred dollar. Started. Room starts. Yeah. Eighteen years ago. Today we don't pay in dollars. In we dollars. We pay in shekel. But today I pay three rooms. A lot of money. Six thousand shekel. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of yeah. money. It's crazy, by the way. I remember that I used to argue when we lived in Tel Aviv. I used to argue with the landlords. They were charging in dollars at that time. And then the dollar was dropping at one point. And yeah. they were supposed to give me back the gap. And they always found excuses why not to pay it. Okay, but when the dollar was going up, they always asked, okay, you need to give me an extra check. <laughs> Unbelievable. Five years ago, I started to think about it. Why, why, is, why is it like that? Why, what's happening here? And then I saw something very odd. There is two bureaucracies, one of the government and one of the municipality. Even in Israel, of course, and all over the world, is the most success city there is. Everything is shiny, everything is smooth. You go outside, always you have something open 24-7. Tel Aviv is, is the city that never sleeps. <laughs> the city that never sleeps, she's going to sleep very soon, very soon. I hope not, but something's very bad happening uh, right now. But the municipal bureaucracy grew up 500% in the last 15 years. That's insane. Everything they found, okay, we're going to charge about it. You want to open your bar after 11, you need to pay a night payment. You want uh, chairs and outside. outside, you need to pay. Yeah. You want to close the window, <laughs> you need to pay every winter. It's unbelievable. You need to connect with the recycled trucks with this company. You need to buy a cage special for that. What is going on here? 
How come nobody's speaking? Oh, Tel Aviv is the richest city they have. But yeah, somebody need to pay about it, you know. I'm going to pay when I'm drinking coffee, it costs one shekel more. Okay, this is the price. And eventually that's what caused them, as you say, Yoker Amichia. The fact that people actually need to pay a lot more in order to live. Yes. Because everything it's, costs it's every, more. It's everything that I yeah. see, do, drink. When I started to speak about it, the owner of the restaurant and the bar told me, look at the chairs. It's all taking, everything is good, everybody yeah. drink, everybody sit. I don't mind to pay. But the margin of the profit started to close in 10 years. And one of my good friends, he has a bar when I come to Tel Aviv, this is how I met him. I come to Tel Aviv, told them, bro, I, 15 years ago, at your bar in the, be- in the Becky, in the 18 shekel. What's happening here? If I was the one bar, today I earn 10%. Well, and the example you gave, it's also a combination of the government's policy, because, you know, I love Arak. For example... In, say in, thank you to Yair Lapid. That's what <laughs> I wanted to say, that when Yair Lapid was the Minister of Finance, he made a reform in taxation of alcohol and it made beer and low volume alcohol to go up and cheap alcohol products to go up while the Remy Martin and the expensive whiskeys, the prices went down. So when you go to the bar, suddenly it was costing a lot more. But you know, some of the problems that you are saying, it happens in New York as well. The owners can't just throw the garbage outside. They have special days that they come to pick up the garbage and they need to separate and they also have taxes. But we are focusing on Tel Aviv. No, no, I tell you that because this is where I start all the things about the small business and the self-employed. It's not... That's when you decided to run for the municipality. Yes, I saw two things that it's not making sense. The transportation here in the Tel Aviv and all this area of Gushtan, that it's Ramat Gan, Givatayim, Erzeliya, Batyam, Kulon, all this area, it's fucked up. Yeah. Sorry to say this in this language, but it's not good. And it's ruining the Israeli economy. Because if a guy that needs to come and work from Rishon Lezion in Tel Aviv in a startup and stay two hours on the road right. because you need to come with this car, you know, it's very spoiled. I'm not going to do it in the bus. The it's culture all around here cars. is very, it's yeah. all around cars. And it's not right. And the city, the strong mayor of Tel Aviv, never do nothing about it. You always argue with the minister that... With the oh, government. I know better, I know better, I know better. But you don't do nothing. This and the light train that they build now in Tel Aviv and ruining every piece of land, every piece of restaurant, every piece of business, small yes. business that was institutions. And I said, this is the connection actually between the transportation and a small business. I come with my small business that I saw what I pay to the government and everybody else, what I pay for my friend and what I get from them, what I need to do to go to my friend to drink, how I do it? In a bus, in a car, in a taxi, in a bike. Something not cool in Tel Aviv, not cool. Something not is good. not working well. Something yeah. is not working definitely. And that's why I'm running. But I believe that burden of the small member of council of the city hall of Tel Aviv. Yeah. It's very important that you come 
you say to the mayor, no, we need to say now to the transportation minister to do this, to do that, it's very important because I saw them when I was working with the minister, how they come from Natsrat Elid, how they come from Tveria, how right. they come from Tirat Akarmel, when I was born. And they get everything. It's not, you know, something crazy. I didn't win. <laughs> I, I didn't win. That's why I'm still working my job and I love it very much. But, you know, it still uh, burned me to see how they achieve about the business, the small business and the self-employed because when something like a war, something like Corona coming, the first of getting hit is the small business. Right. I go out and see something, you know, I choose Likud and I choose Benjamin Netanyahu exactly on the economy. In because you believe in the free market, if we'll call it I this, believe in right? the free market. Yeah. I belong to the liberal side in the Likud. Of the Likud. In all the campaign, the last campaign was talking about the economy. Right. And this is something I very believe. Let me work. If I good, I good. I'm going to work. If I'm not good, I'm going to be a you know, sakhir. Yeah, you'll go to work on a yeah, paycheck. For paychecks for somebody else, and that's it. But I'm good. Let me work. But, all the three programs that the Netanyahu, my primary, the genius, the financial genius, bring to the table, fails. But why do you think they are failing? Do you think that it's a lack of uh, planning? Do you think that it's a combination of the political situation? Because you know, some of the decisions that are being made, for example, was that they will close the public pools, but they will leave the synagogues and the yeshivas open. And some of them don't really give a solution. It looks like the decision-making is a bit complicated here. I'm going to say maybe something not going to the listeners. In Hebrew, they say, In my people, yeah. in my country, I live. The difference between me and the Netanyahu is that I go free in the street. I speak with people, I talk with people, I talk with a lot of people. I'm very verbalic. I'm talking you live among the people, as we say, literally. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I hear my friend. I saw what's happening with my friend with the Asian restaurant that closed. A good friend of mine closing because, you know, he told me, here, if before the corona I was here, my head was on the water, now I'm no. sink. You still need to pay the rent and you still need to pay for the, the taxes, food deliveries and the taxes. Like the government never stopped that, right? I mean, you still needed to pay for... They tried in the first program, they said that they... Okay, we're going to freeze your payment for the three months from, I think, May, June, July, or before March. I think it was March or April that they did it at the beginning. It was no, the they first... they two programs to the decision of the mayors. One was saying, you give them three months, cancel. Okay, government canceled, this is one solution, or 25% a year discount. One of them, it's, it's the same, actually. Yeah. But the mayor was need to do this decision at the council of every city in Israel, and then to do this. Okay, so what? They didn't pay the taxes of the Arnona, how you call it? Yeah, the city taxes. The it's, city it's taxes. Arnona. You said it correctly. But? <laughs> the government taxes. They, not they cancel, they... Delay it. Delay it. Now, what is happening? If you delay it, it's not going to pay now 70% what you need to pay. It's going to pay 34% next time. From what? The situation is still on. All the programs are failed. 
one by one by one, and my friends are crashing. One by one by one. And not only my friend, Ruti Brudo, she's yeah, the head the of the group. The famous Brasserie in Tel Aviv. The famous Brasserie from the group. RBM, something, no, R2M. Yeah, R2M. That have hotel, a boutique hotel, they have several of restaurants, they have a delicatessen. Everything is perfect. She's in the culinary yes. world here in Israel. If God was a woman, Ruti Brudo, she's got for me. Everything she, is perfect. And if yeah. she, the big one that have 850 employees and the second around, you know, we right. give their the bread, we give their... Yes, the, the vendors and everybody who's... Thousands of people that came yeah. and get a paycheck from her. And if yes. she coming and say, that's it, I'm going to close this restaurant, this institution, you know, everything, it's not about right or left, it's not about Likud or Avodah, it's not about that at all. It's about safety economy, personal safety economy. So you find yourself now demonstrating among others when I would say the majority of them are actually demonstrating against the prime minister itself because of the corruption cases and the decision making that they are saying I, that he cannot make the right decision because he has all of his fights, you know, because of his cases. And you are here representing the small business owners. That's a different point of view of those demonstrations. How do you see the collaboration between the different people? I go back 30 years to Beta, and in Jabotinsky, Bible, let's call it, they said, quiet is garbage. Never yes. quiet. Go and say what you think loud and clear. I learned in Beta, never shut up. To be a good member here in Tel Aviv, it's not easy. <laughs> You need to argument every time with your friend, if it's good or bad. The prime minister's situation, it's not good. To be in a trial, it's not good ever. If you're prime minister, if you're president, or even you're a small man, it's not good every time. You not sleep, you not eat, you not drink. Of course, if you need to... Uh, to defend uh, yourself in court. You to defend yourself also... in court, but you need to work as a prime yes. minister. It's not an easy job. To run the kindergarten. They call yeah. it government, sorry. <laughs> when I see what's happening after three elections, people told me that, look what your prime minister do. Look what your prime minister He needs to go home. And I sit over there and defend him. I have the more rights from everybody to come to my prime minister that I vote for him to tell him something is not good in your decisions. Sir, I'm a good member. I chose you. I defend you in a living room conversation, in a bar conversation. I never ashamed about me to be a Likud member. So I'm not ashamed today to be a Likud member and go with my friend, the self-employed small business, and the small businesses. to shout to my prime minister and tell him, sir, you're going to the wrong direction. Something is not good. It's not working. Three programs. And, you know, I'm liberal. I know nobody gives you a gift when they give you the money or give you a manak or something yeah. like that. In the end of the day, we're going to pay about it. Of course. Who's going to pay about it? It's billions of billions of dollars. What is going on here? Six months ago, we talked about the situation, about the campaign economy. This is not what we're going to talk about it. So what are you asking the government to do? I mean, the government did offer three programs. 
And some people suggest that those programs are not really... They're not helping. They're not helping at all. So what no. are you asking the government to do? To get focused. I'm looking at his eyes and I said, Mr. Prime Minister, Mr. Netanyahu, please get focused. Something is not good. You know what to do. He's the economy genius of Israel. When I ask my friends that are not going to vote for him, who are you going to vote? I don't know. Everybody, but not Bibi. It's not the answer. I'm sorry. All my friends are very intelligent people. This is answer that I'm not going to get. Everybody just not know the Bibi. No, no, it's not good. If you give me the same to me, Gans, okay, Gans was very great soldier. But, but I want my prime minister to do real thinking because what is happening now, it's a, how you call it, Shkifame Amoten. It's something that you do very fast. You take the decision yeah, very that's... fast. Okay, what are we going to do about it? Let's give them 500 shekel each uh, people. What? It's insane. It's yeah. a true need, the 750 shekel. Now, yes. Now, yes. <laughs> but no, it's still no. Is that 100 million in the bank? Everything is good. Is that 1 million? Is good. He doesn't need it. Not Sherry Harrison. They, I don't need it. But somebody is going to pay about it later. And this is the real problem. There isn't a program that spoke about the small business. Now, we need to understand one thing. The small business and the self-employers are almost 60, almost 60 to 70% of the economy. Exactly. You know, you hit them. The guys from Hevata Hashmal, the electric company, not going to do anything. You know, they got the big salary. Everything is good. So you cannot complain. And nobody so, came and spoke about the small business. Even the Shulman, the group that's called the group Shulman. The Shulmans, yeah. Something they are very fishy, you know, in some weeks ago in the program, they catch him live. Yeah, that, with uh, the, uh, Abir Kara, the creator yeah. of the Shulman group, he is now called Shtulman, which means that he is like an undercover agent for Israel. Yes. <laughs> but I know him from the beginning, but before the corona, it was very problem over there that I spoke with him several of times. I don't believe him. And the Schumann group is going to blow, like, you know, they took it for a political side now. We need to understand my view, it's not politic. Technically it is because you're talking about policy. And every time that you are asking for a policy change, it is political. You're not asking to change the government, if that's what I'm getting. I mean, you're I'm just asking for solutions. Yes, I need more solutions, exactly. And now I will ask you something that I ask a couple of other people. Do you think that the current government, I mean, with 36 ministries, okay, how many deputies they have? 18? Some of these ministries are ministries for Kharta issues, you know, we both know that. We come the from Kharta the political sphere. Kharta issues is a good friend of mine, so... <laughs> no, no, I'm not, I'm not talking about the Kharta himself. I'm talking in overall that, you know, I don't like to... The sound... water minister. Listen, the thing that make me to go out is the thing about that asking a tax retroactivity. Yeah, retroactive tax... Re- about that, listen, bro, you're the prime minister. Yeah. Not today, in about a year, they're going to bring you back. Don't worry. But you're the prime minister. Now you're taking this? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Not in this house. I'm not going to see it anymore. And I say, yeah, I'm Amli Kudnik, and I'm telling you, prime minister, you're going to a very wrong direction. After you, our kids are going to pay about the taxes, about it. Yeah. 
What is 1%? Ah, it was in 2020. It was the corona, so we need the, <laughs> to pay about it. No. I would like to ask you one last question, you know, because unfortunately, as much as I enjoy speaking to you, our time is... Uh... It's a daddy. Yeah. So <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? Do you think there is going to be any change in the policy of the government? Once again, some people are asking for Netanyahu to remove from power. What do you think will happen in Israel with all of these demonstrations? And what are we facing in Israel? Do you think that the government will change the policy? Or do you think that, uh, you know, you come from the Likud party and you know how it works over there? The Likud is very loyal to the leaders. I think you need to open some Facebook pages of some of the Likud Knesset members and read what they say now. They stopped to be quiet. Supporting? Not supporting, they're supporting, but they do understand that there is a big problem and we need a good solution. Not solution that bring everybody money, but solution that thinking about it with very economy... With economical understanding. I was working in this office for years. I know about the situation, what's happening right now. People there don't sleep. Four months, they don't sleep. So maybe it's that. The people that want Netanyahu go home is the left side of the map. I not support them. I not believe in these acts, but... When I see friends of mine, owner of a restaurant, when it's the waitress or the barman, doesn't have a job anymore, right. this young guy go over there and say, what do I get to lose? Okay. The problem today is not a right or left. It's about the self-economy safety. If I have the five M words of okay. Jabotinsky. Of Jabotinsky, yes. Yes, of we go course. all the time, we go back to Jabotinsky because Jabotinsky was a very smart guy. I would say that the five memes of Shevotinsky are actually a bit of a socialist because he's talking about yes. food, housing, clothes, education, and medicine, that those are five things that the state actually need to provide to the people. And yes. do yes, you think... was right. No, today it's not right. But for example, in the education, you know, there is the... In Hebrew, I know how to say this. Yeah, give them a fish, they will eat now, but give them fishing equipment, they will eat for life. So this is education, okay? You give them the right tools for the life, you give them all the rest. The problem now, it's all about economy. I go to the Charles Clow Garden to protest about that. And when I heard Yaron Zalika, that was very... He was uh, very connected to Netanyahu in his first time as prime minister. His first time it was in the economy minister. Netanyahu took him to the office of finance to work there. Yeah. Remember. When I heard them talking about Netanyahu need to go home. No, no, it's not belong here. It's not cool. So I go home. I didn't prod, I didn't break any window. I didn't break nothing. I go home. But I believe today and I speak and shout to my friend that was sitting here in small town Tel Aviv. And I go outside and I go to the coffee shop here near my house, near my apartment. For him, I shout. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, you know, when I get my coffee in the morning, he doesn't ask me if I'm a good member or if I get a Vodan member or a Shema Mshutefet member. He give me my coffee. When I'm going to protest, it's for him. So I will ask you this question as the last one. Do you really believe that Netanyahu at the moment is the one who can bring the solution? Yes. So you still believe in him? I believe him very much. Listen, I believe that you know that too. Benjamin Netanyahu is a financial genius. 
You cannot take it from him. I believe all the situation, you can do it. No, you cannot take it from him. But all the situation right now, it's not what I expect from this prime minister. And in okay. Beitar, they told me not to be in quiet. So you are a good Beitarist. I try to be. And I really want to thank you for being with us and uh, you. wish you and the people in Israel best of luck because I may be living in New York, but my heart is in Israel. I'm looking forward to see what's going to come up next. Let's hope for good news from Israel. And good news for Israel, good news for our friend in the United States. In all the United States, I have a lot of Jewish friends over there. And not the Jewish, our friend, the American friends. We wish all of them good health and good safety. And we're going to cross this time zone and everything is going to be okay. I hope so. Thank you for inviting me, Kobe. Thank you, Nir. Thank you and thank much. you for being with me today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and wanted to thank you for joining me. If you like my podcast, feel free to rank it and share it with others. I also invite you to subscribe to my podcast so you will get updates when a new episode is on the air. And last but not least, I invite you to check my website, Balagan, www.balagan.ltd, for more content about Israel's history and politics. Bye for now and have a great day.